Nobody's gonna hurt anybody. We're all gonna be like three little Fonzies here. And what's Fonzie like? Come on, Yolanda, what's Fonzie like? Cool. What? Cool. Correct the mundo. And that's what we're gonna be. We're gonna be cool. All right, we're back. Episode three, Three Little Fonzies. Guys, don't forget to give us a subscribe. Uh, maybe follow our Instagram. What's the other one? A review. Spotify, give us a nice review, Apple maybe. Podcast. What's going on, guys? What's new with you guys? What's up? Not much, man. Not much. What's up with you, Dish? Um, well, a lot, actually. Like, I'm happy you asked me, Jack. <laughs> Thank Do you. tell. Well, what's been on my mind all goddamn week is New York City is a dumpster right now like an absolute <laughs> dumpster i uh i started taking the train in last week and this week i went in for work the other day uh got down in the subway and there was a fire between the brooklyn bridge and the rest of the line so i had to get out of the brooklyn bridge unbeknownst to me was the autonomous zone so i walk out straight to the autonomous zone i had no idea what was going on i was looking around like oh goodness goodness gracious my airpod fell out of my fucking ear like into the street so i had to like shuffle over grab the airpod called the uber was like where am i going 25 dollars later made it to the office there's garbage fucking everywhere there's goddamn fugitives running around not fugitives what's it called um inmates that they let out from rikers island just running around the goddamn city there was 17 shootings on monday bro 17 shootings New York Dude, City and also like dumb. I, I haven't worked in the city since my internships there uh i guess sophomore going into junior year and then uh junior going into senior year i was in dc but either way like commuting to work in a city in the summer if you oh, have to dude. wear like a long sleeve collared shirt and you're just like dripping dude, sweat I you have a black spits. backpack it's attracting the sun it's just dude. it's it's such a mess Dude, the first day, my friend, the, my first day back, my friend texted me. He was like, yo, you got to get in the office. Like, we have a meeting at 930. I was like, I thought we could come in until 10. And he was like, no, bro. Like, they said 9 o'clock. Like, they're fucking pissed. So I'm fucking running out of this Uber. I sprint up to the elevator, get in. Like, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I can't believe it. Like, I sprint down the hallway. And I'm like, why isn't everyone in this meeting? Like, what the fuck? So I get to my desk. Like, I don't remember any of my passwords. This is the first time in the office. I'm just sitting there typing in the wrong password. I'm like, what is this meeting? And he comes over. He's like, yeah, I was just fucking with you. I oh was furious, George. I was so fucking angry like, for the rest of the day. That ruined my whole day. I'm fucking sitting there just sweating all what's like place. what's like the snack situation like and, and stuff like that are there like snacks and like is there coffee do you normally have yeah. that stuff is that stuff yes. out of stock um well they they're not like really promoting people going into the break room so there's no coffee really like everyone's socially distanced <laughs> like it's weird like you have to stay six feet away and you can only walk in one direction like in a circle um that's like <laughs> laid out like i have to fucking follow stickers on the ground like i'm in kindergarten like sometimes i'll forget and i'll be like oh, yeah dude like, that that stuff I, i'm not gonna lie i've been seeing that stuff that's that's everywhere in the grocery stores and it's like you're only yeah. supposed to go down one aisle in one direction and it's like what the fuck am i gonna do if i come down an aisle and then i go to the next one and i see that like the, the grape jelly is like right there to the left but i have to go <laughs> around an aisle to do it it's like no i'm gonna fucking go in and get the grape jelly that's what I'm going to do. Like, I do things like that for grape jelly. So, yeah, I can't believe you're back at work. It sounds like a miserable fucking experience, honestly. How's London, Greenwald? What's London is good. 
London is very good. Um, you know, the Wi-Fi situation has been kind of spotty at uh, uh, my girlfriend Iria's apartment. So we've been, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, we one thing that's been cool, we've been going to a few cafes to work during the day and they've been playing some very good music. Not actually the the UK rap that I would that I would like, but that's not that really you would be vibe. expecting in a cafe the UK rap. Well, of yeah, hey, <laughs> as you know, per usual, drink your coffee, fam. Uh, <laughs> they've been <laughs> they've been uh, they've been playing actually a lot of like really I like to call it like it's like the bedroom pop genre. And uh, I was at this I was at this uh, manger Wait, did you say bedroom pop? That's what I like to call that genre, like Maggie Rogers, like, you know, uh, sure. It's like a Spotify name, Spotify, or someone came up with that name, not you, Greenwald, but like Claro, uh, uh, yeah, some exactly, of those others. Exactly, yeah, I know exactly, exactly, that kind of nice, like, boom, 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 just like nice, like, little kind of funky techno vibes, but it's not like edm with kind of like light you know gus dapperton honestly has some songs like i would call uh my favorite fish is like kind of in that category or something like that and kind of uh, gus is a little bit advanced for that category he is but yeah. advanced i don't know if bedroom pop's right got word. a bad connotation i mean it means like you can just make these sounds in your bedroom but uh no that's well okay well, that's not what i mean i mean just like just a bunch of that's what the name kinda... means that's what the name you, you didn't come up with this name what do you mean that's not what you mean Bedroom well, pop. It's, it's, I promise you, it's a was... Spotify. It's a Spotify <laughs> playlist or some shit, or like a subgenre. Okay, well, I just that's just the way I define it because that's actually how my brother's girlfriend defines it. Yeah, uh, it's a playlist. But, oh, it's a bunch of playlists on Spotify. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, it's a I name. Think it's, it's, more, a coin it's less name. about it's less about the music being made in the bedroom than that. It's music that like you make babies in the bedroom too sometimes but it's not really because it's not like d'angelo really yeah we're getting off on a tangent we're getting off on a tangent the point is they were playing a lot of that type of music at this pret-a-manger that i was at uh and it was really dope it was actually i'm not usually someone who likes to listen to music while i work doesn't really work in my uh line of work very often when i'm responding to emails and stuff like that i prefer podcasts such as this one or things like that but um I was really digging the uh, I was really digging the music, um, digging the London scene. But yeah, everything's still shutting down early here. So, um, you know, very happy to be up at you know two thirty in the morning recording a podcast with you guys. Uh, since, very happy you know, to have you. Closes early, yeah. But uh, I let, let me, unless unless you want to tell us what's what's been going on with you lately, I, I I would segue into one thing that that has been interestingly on my mind uh, due to my London presence and it's actually kind of a question i want to pose to you guys so you know with everything being closed and like shutting down early because of coronavirus and everything this is something i really want to talk about this is is, you know i know that a lot of these things i've been saying are the things that they sound like they frustrate me and like this is one of them but i also want your guys opinion so something that really bothers me in general that i've noticed a lot with things shutting down Yuri and i've been watching a lot of movies at night um, just because like, I don't finish work till 10, 10 30. And then, you know, that we want to watch a movie or whatever. So we've been watching a lot of movies and every time we're about to select a movie, she's like, let me see the trailer. And I'm like, why? The trailer's just going to give a ton of shit away right before we watch the movie. It's going to give away the best parts. I fucking hate people who want to watch the trailer right before you watch the movie. If you trust my opinion or the critics opinions, all you should need is one sentence that tells you what it's about. 
And and well, all that's I'll say is that we watched Jojo. Wait, wait. Last thing though, we watched Jojo Rabbit the other night, and something was about to happen, and we happened to pause it right before it did. And she was like, "Oh, I know what happens here." And I was like, "How do you know?" And she was like, "Well, it was in the trailer." And I didn't know, and it was great to see it and actually be genuinely surprised. And I will reallude to this at my movie recommendation. What's your guys' take on that? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, it really requires, like, you're going back to, if you, if you trust someone's opinion, like, if you're watching a movie with your boyfriend or girlfriend and they say it's a fucking fantastic movie, you got to take that opinion. But, I mean, trailers, I, I get it. They can give away way too much information sometimes, but it also, I mean, shit, if it's not a movie you're really feeling, sometimes the trailer will tell you that too. It could save you a couple hours on a movie you're not interested in so no i, I mean know. listen trailers can be great but i think especially for scary movies you should never watch the trailer beforehand because it gives away like all these pop-up scenes and then it's like you know it's coming or like the older it. movies the movies from the 90s are literally like full film synopsises like they give away absolutely everything it's like okay i just saw the movie now from this dude trailer it's ridiculous. that's I'm so glad you brought that up too because old trailers, like if you watch the, the trailer for Minority Report, which is a movie from like 2001 with Tom Cruise, which seems like not that long ago, but also is a long time ago. No, the that era, the, the VHS DVD era, the trailers are so fucking bad. Dude, they're yeah. ridiculous. It's literally like in a world where things are blocked yeah. and it's just like you're like how can I possibly be convinced to watch this movie even though it's a good ass movie the trailer makes it look so ridiculous it's like a parody so like just in general it pisses me off like people they, they, they're like eh, the trailer wasn't that good it's like there was a two and a half minute cut it doesn't tell you everything you need to know about the movie you know what I mean? But, dude, it, it makes me think of, too, like, The Hangover. Like, I saw, you know, like, all the uh, trailer before I went to see it in theaters. And, like, remember the commercials? Like, it literally gave away almost every single funny fucking thing in that movie. Or like, Do you mean Tropic Thunder? Thing. What commercials? No, The Hangover. What commercials? Oh, you mean the commercials like back that, in the had day. The, that had yes. the ad? Oh, okay, that had okay, the okay, ad, gotcha. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What yeah, commercials are you talking about from fucking Tropic Thunder, Greenwald? Yeah, Bo- booty what did I sweat? say? Fucking Tropic Thunder. Booty <laughs> sweat? <laughs> sweat or the... Yeah, I thought booty sweat. How's booty that the sweat. one you're going to bring up? Booty all the trailers. That booty sweat's another thing about commuting, though. Booty sweat fucking sucks when you're commuting on the subway. Yeah, more commonly known as Swamp Ass, I think. But if you're going to bring up twi- trailers <laughs> from uh, trailers from fucking Tropic Thunder, the Robert Downey Jr. and the fucking, like, Catholic priests, like, forbidden gay love, and it's like, Oscar Award winner Kirk Lazarus and <laughs> yeah, Best I can't, Kiss Aware <laughs> Toby But I McGuire. can't capture that commercial. I can't describe that commercial in two words. The same way when I say booty sweat. That's, that we know, we, we <laughs> okay, know the commercial fair. right there. Uh, yeah, you kind of got to say all that to paint the picture for. But that is well, hilarious. Now, what, Toby Maguire. What yeah, if I just bet, nominated for best kiss of the year? MTV's <laughs> yeah, best kiss MTV. of the year. What if I just said because it ends and it's like I've been a bad, bad boy father. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that that shit is fucking gold. And also Jack Black and the fatties fart too. Just like yeah. all the like people around. This is so good. It's so rich. Coughlin, what's up with you over there in Colombia? I mean, Colombian news, not too much. I was scrolling through Twitter <laughs> today, and uh, I saw Joey Badass was trending, and like some people talking about a new album. And so I guess this Friday, it's not exactly a new album, but he's after three long years, he's finally dropping music. 
It's just three Fuck songs. Yes. So well, it's just three songs. That's the thing. When I was like, three songs, really? Three songs after, after, one, after a three-year drought. No, it's better than nothing. Don't get me wrong. And actually, I guess in a couple months ago, he was in an interview criticizing like long albums. I guess what he said was like, I hate when motherfuckers put out an album longer than 14 <laughs> songs. Nobody wants to fucking listen to that. And I do kind of agree with him there. I mean, lately you've noticed a At lot of drugs. Future. Dude, what's up with the deluxe albums lately? All these rappers are dropping an album and then a couple uh, weeks later, it's like a deluxe album with like 10 more songs. It's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, and it yeah, is. They're that's like, such a good they're, point. They're like 25 deep albums. Like, I do agree. Like, some of those songs kind of Suck. become forgettable. Or just forget. How are you going to remember 25 fucking songs off a new album? Yeah. Dude, so I, I, I already kind, said I do kind of see what he's coming like, from. I mean, I'm excited for Joey Badass. He's a talented guy. He's probably got a lot of interesting things to say with all that's happening in the world right now. But what I mean, what do you guys listen to? Any other new music? I was speaking of Gus Dapperton. He dropped a song a couple weeks ago, Pretty Fire. I think he's got an album dropping in September. He's obviously not a rapper for anyone that doesn't know him. Not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper. No, yeah. I mean, again, dude, for me, like, it's been a lot of this. So at this, at this Pret-a-Manger, which you guys haven't commented on how What well the I'm fuck is, what, that. what is that? What is it? Yeah. Is, that, is, it, is that how anything. we say what cafe say, now? What is that? Yeah, I have no yeah, idea what, what you say. Right? How did that translate to cafe? How <laughs> no, the fuck are we supposed Pret, to know that? Pret-a-Manger. It's, it's P-R-E-T space A space M-A-N-G-E-R. But I think it's like a French thing. It's basically like. No shit, like, it's a French thing. What is it, though? Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, Liam thought I said question. cafe. He's basically... No, I said how does it translate to cafe? Because it's basically like a... Uh, it's like a Starbucks or like a, you know, like a Panera type like place that you would go where they have like, you know, paninis and like shit like that and coffee and stuff. But they have good workspace uh, and like good Wi-Fi. But they were playing a lot of like that genre of music and they were playing a lot of LaRue, uh, who's oh, like famous for the song really? Bulletproof. Yeah, you, you know, just sent me a song time, by Larue the other day. Is that when you heard it? Yeah, I've so I've been sending that song to a lot of people, all all people who I trust their taste, and they trust mine, and I've gotten all positive feedback. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I encourage you. But I'll give it a that song, dude, to to your point, that was like a six song. That was like a six song, uh, fucking album. I listened to the whole thing in like forty minutes, and every song was so good. And it was just great. So yeah, I don't know what these artists. The are new doing. album like or the Bulletproof album? No, no, not the fucking Bulletproof album. Although maybe I should go. Dude, back that's a good I, song. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if the rest of that so album good. doesn't have some tunes. You know what I? You, you know what I have to call you out on this before anything else happens because I saw this on Twitter. It said uh. I'll be okay if I never hear this song again. Connor uh. Coughlin, huge fan of the song Cheerleader, one of the worst songs of all time. Cheerleader by who? Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. <laughs> Dude, she I haven't fucking heard that, that song, song in so long. Dude, that song is inescapable, was inescapable. Cheerleader? And Connor was always like one of those guys who would come on. He had like the goofy little kind of just like hands going like, oh, I think <laughs> he was always into it. Just like, I haven't heard that song. That, I mean, dude. You, you, you're calling me song. out when you... Yeah, okay. That's what I was going to say, dude. Going back <laughs> to the time period that came out, I'll stand by that being a good song. I haven't listened to it in so long to the point where you said it, and I was like, what? What? I don't even know this song. But yeah, no. It's because it's specifically... 
It's good specifically when we were all together in Maine. I remember like we heard that somewhere or something, and someone was like, "Oh, Coughlin used to love this song. Like, fuck that." And it's just like, so you have to wear that badge. Fuck you, Coughlin. Who sings it, dude? This uh, is not. I mean, I don't know if we can call this my song. Like, who? I don't know who sings it. I'm not. I'm not saying I trust Connor has very good taste in music. I'm just saying like that song, which like literally you go back and listen to it now. That dude's voice is gonna make you like. It's gonna feel like nails on a chalkboard. I'm telling you, like it's 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 like Viva La Vida esque of like, oh my god, shivers down the spine of how overplayed and awful it was and inescapable in every way and how every like seventh grader was like, oh, it's probably huge at bar mitzvahs. Thank God I missed that era. You hanging out with seventh graders, Jack? No, no, but you know, I see, I see them. Sounds around. like you're hanging out with them, you freak. No, no, relax, relax over there, Dosh. Should we move on to, uh, to something Let's else? Let's move on. All right, well. <laughs> now that we established Greenwald's a creep. Yeah, well, it's it's now time for, for what I really, one of my favorite things, obviously, on the pod, where I bring something from the right side of the aisle up. And, and honestly, I, I'm pretty impressed with myself that I've managed to leave this particular individual out of this segment for this long. But for it two is episodes time. for this long. Yeah. This two, long weeks, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> God. I mean, he he has, re- I mean, you know, he all the time has moments and just crazy, crazy days, crazy weeks, crazy months, but he has been particularly unhinged of late. And so I would love to uh, share this clip with you guys. Who could um, you possibly be talking of, about? Of, yeah. uh, oh, this number, is kidding me. Number 45, our, uh, our dear leader, uh, DJT. Let's uh, let's see what what he had to say this week. Trump, you've said many times that the number of coronavirus cases is going up because testing is increasing. That's right. Do you acknowledge that it's going up for other reasons too? For example, that it's actually spreading. And what are you going to do to stop the spread? Well, do you know that we have one of the lowest mortality rates anywhere? If you know Biden and Obama stopped their testing, they just stopped it. You probably know that. I'm sure you don't want to report it. But uh, they stopped testing. Uh, Right in the middle, they just went, no more testing. And uh, on a much lesser problem than the problem that we have, obviously, with respect to uh, this is the worst thing that's happened since probably 1917. This is a very bad thing. All over the world, it's 188 countries right now. But no, we are, we test more than anybody by far. And when you test, you create cases. So we've created cases. Uh, I can tell you some countries, they test when somebody walks into a hospital sick or walks into maybe a doctor's office, but usually a hospital. That's the testing they do, so they don't have cases. Whereas we do, we have all of these cases. So, you know, it's a double-edged sword. So first things first, we're not doing a great job. But let's start off with the fact that he talks about how Biden and Obama just stopped testing. What the fuck is he talking about, dude? Obama has not been in the office for the past three and a half years. What is he talking about? Biden's not giving out tests. Why did he say Biden and Obama? Well, has he followed that up? Has he? Why did he say I that? I think it's. I think he was referring to whatever. What was the outbreak in like 2013? Dude, he. Like, I don't think he was referring was to that, Ebola. I'm I think sure he's, he's referring to that. Dude, he's just so. He's like so dead set on like everything's like it's this it's this like whataboutism that like John Oliver's show pointed out that that he loves to do where it's like you know hey like 
I, yeah, maybe I shot that guy, but like there was a dude 10 feet who also shot a guy 10 feet away from me who shot a guy like look at him. It's like that doesn't change the fact that you shot a guy. And in this particular instance, well, like he's not shooting anyone. Biden and Obama aren't giving out tests. And then the other thing that he says here that's so insane that he keeps saying is how the fact that we're testing and that our testing is the best in the world mm-hmm. and the most in the world. And obviously, but you already knew that that he thinks we're creating cases. We're not creating cases by testing a lot of people. He acts like because we're testing more, we're creating cases, but that's literally, we're just uncovering them. In no way is our testing that much more advanced. He's just so like unbelievably unhinged and deranged right now that it's honestly shocking. Like you could do this segment with a clip or a quote of his every day. He had this insane, speech yesterday where he rambled for like 50 minutes in the rose garden it's apparently never been done like a campaign that's speech. not true it has been done dude wh- clips of obama wh- what do you mean it has been done oh a person has he's talking, rambled like, at he's the talking, rose garden like who gives a shit dude, about that even fox news even fox no, no no he gave like a campaign speech like he said it was a press conference and it was literally a campaign speech talking about joe biden like abolishing the suburbs it was insane it was literally insane. But Obama I mean, did something like that, too, when he was talking about Trump in the same Rose Garden. What What are you talking about? When was he talking about Trump in the Rose Garden? Like, are you just pulling this out of your ass? Like, no, I, you... I actually watched... No, I literally watched a clip on it today. What is the significance of the I Rose could... Garden? Why does it matter what people... Like, what they're actually saying at their speeches and when... Because it's just, it's just not presidential. And, like, they even said on Fox News, like... There was literally Fox News dedicated a shit ton of coverage to when Obama used a selfie stick saying he was like demoralizing the office. And yesterday, Trump literally ranted for like 50 minutes in the Rose Garden saying a lot of that same stuff like, you know, but you already know that nobody covers me fairly, blah, 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 you know, whatever the fuck he says, like. Dish, and this is why, by the way, you say, why do I think you're on the right side? You're, you're like, you're making these points, but you, you, what is your evidence? And you obviously watch this on, like, some sort of right-wing thing. <laughs> right-wing thing. Am I wrong? I mean, no, I just watched it on, like, I guess Fox News is pretty right-wing, that's fair. But I still, yeah, like, I would read CNN. But no, I know you say, like, I'm on the right side, but it's not like I'm in, like, a huge outward Trump supporter. Like, I just told you before, I was going to vote for Kanye until he dropped out. Yeah, which is, like, its own incredibly concerning thing that, would like, me and you will unpack on a private discussion. Because, dude, like, I fucking love Kanye. <laughs> like, dude. I'm you, not, not going to vote for him for People president. forget that Kanye said slavery was a choice. Like, that literally should have discredited him from everything yeah. forever. Yeah, that's a pretty bad Like, look. literally, and now, like, that's like horrible. I saw tweets that it was like, oh, he's running on a platform of, like, reparations and shit. It's like, dude. Don't forget that he said slavery was a fucking choice and it was a mindset. And and credit to TMZ of all fucking sources. There was like a black dude in the, in the TMZ office who was like, fuck you, Kanye. Like, <laughs> like during that interview. And I was like, yeah, this guy, like go on. <laughs> All right, Dish, what do you got? What do you got for me? All right, well, mine was from an article from the Washington Post titled The Texas Rangers Team Name Must Go. And it just went into detail about how the name is racist. And obviously it does have um, the Rangers name, I guess, which I, unbeknownst to me until today does have a terrible history behind it. But my opinion is I don't and never do associate the Texas Rangers name was something like that. Like I just literally think of the baseball team or think of like a fucking park ranger. 
It's like, when do we have to, obviously the Redskins name should be changed. Why the fuck should we change the Texas Rangers? Like, when, where do we draw a line? Like, you can't just erase history. I don't know. I just think that is fucking stupid. Like, Greenwald, would you want to get rid of that name? I just don't know enough about it. I mean, we're at a point where, I will say, by the way, to shout out to all the uh, OG and loyal fans that I saw that the LA Times is suggesting Lean On Me as the replacement national anthem. And I got to say, I am behind that. That is a that great good. song. And I think that is a very unifying song. Yeah, I mean, I think they, they made a great case for it about how Bill Withers, like, in, in a lot of ways, was the every, uh, the black everyman, and, and God, what a, what a hero, what a gem. But yeah, still pro John Lennon, uh, for the record. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, at the end of the day, it's just like, you have to, you have to just take people at their word if they say they're offended by something. I mean, certain things, yes, we have to draw the line, but, like, if certain people are offended by the Rangers because of things that have to do with their history and they're somewhat valid and you know they, I mean I glanced at that I glanced at that article and uh like apparently in like the Dallas newspaper or in like a Texas newspaper or whatever a ranger like a headline was a ranger saying like the negroes must go or something like that uh so like granted like, if that's the case, and I mean, I, my it's thing, pretty bad. Yeah, my thing is, though, I, that is terrible, but, like, I just don't associate the Rangers with that. Like, I literally just think of the baseball team. Like, I don't know. I just don't ever, like, <laughs> think, I don't associate them with, like, those Rangers at all. Right, yeah, but, but what, what about the people who have been mistreated by Texas Rangers that live in Texas? Have you even <laughs> been to Texas, Dish? Like, how would you know? <laughs> no, I have not been to Texas. Have you been to yeah, Texas? Yeah, dude, that's, no. that's, like, that's wonderful. Good. That's wonderful. That's wonderful for you, but, uh, you know, I like the, the whole point is like, yeah, what if you saw a team that was like, you know, they were the called Gestapo. the Four Eyes or something. No, no, no. But how about this? They were called the Four Eyes. And it was like, yeah, you know, I just the think four eyes, people, people who had like, I, I would four, eyes, four Eyes. And they, yeah, they could I would see root for the Four Eyes, actually. I don't know if Dude, that's my yeah, point is though, yeah. My point Fuck is, you though, you, you would look at the team and be like, and be like, oh, well, that's like, I think about my visibility impairment and my inability to see and that's offensive to me and other people with 2020 vision would be like oh i thought four eyes would be really cool you'd be able to see so, more are so we gonna change like, the giants names now like the new york giants have to change their names because small people are offended i don't know dude it's i mean honestly like it's right, is, big, that, is that what's gonna happen like, no i mean the new giants is a fucking why like that's i don't know why you said the giants maybe like what about the indians or the chiefs the kansas city chiefs like what about those? Yeah, ones? why are the Chiefs being left out of this conversation? Yeah, because the know. Indians are changing their name. The, the Indians, Indians are. are? Yeah, they yeah, are. I think the Indians. Definitely. Yeah, the Indians are. I'm pretty sure they're they're undecided, but that. like they they are committed to changing their name. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think Indians is way worse than like the Rangers, but I well, guess. dude, it's not even just the in. It's the fucking. It's the logo of the Indian dude. Yeah, like, that with too. With the fucking yeah. leaf in his head, and he's got like huge buck teeth. It's so offensive. It's like insane. Like, if it was, like, a strong Indian man, maybe then it would be somewhat... You into that, Greenwald? No, my well, the point Black, is, like... The, the Blackhawks has an Indian logo, too. Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, damn. Yeah. It's an, dude, I don't know. It's a slippery fucking slope. I guess it depends that, on, like, the amount of honor that they tie to the Is name. a Blackhawk a Native American? It'd be, like, the no Sioux idea. tribe or the... Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, dude. But why is it Chicago? You're just naming tribes, bro. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. I think that's what Blackhawk is—the tribe name. 
Yeah. We're on a we're on a we're on a tangent here. We can move on to the hot box, but I I I think that's a great question about the Chiefs. I'm actually have to look into that and the Blackhawks. And there's probably more mm-hmm. that we're not thinking about there. No. Um, the Braves. Just stick with like, just nah, just stick with arbitrary names like the fucking you know the Nuggets, or like you know the fucking uh you yeah, know the, the Nuggets is a great one. <laughs> Like yeah, or I do the, love the yeah the Nuggets well and they're in Denver so like they're hitting on all cylinders. But yeah, let's switch over That's to the hot box name. now. I guess I'll lead off with my question here for anyone interested in basketball. Adrian Wojnar, oh, how the fuck do you say his name? I didn't even wow, think about this like now. What you sound like fucking dish. Wojnarowski. Adrian Wojnarowski. He's the go-to <laughs> NBA. That's not right. I thought I got you that pretty good. Say, no, it's, it's like just, Woj. All right, his nickname's Woj. I'm going with Woj. <laughs> Woj is the go-to Take NBA four. analyst, right? <laughs> He's got more than 4 million followers. Everyone for their basketball Woj news pretty much goes to Woj. For those who are in the basketball, they prob- you probably already know, He's been temporarily suspended by ESPN for responding to an emailed press release from Missouri Senator Josh Howley with two simple words. Fuck you. Okay, apparently Howley suggested that the players should be able to wear messages on the back of their jersey in support of police or criticizing China. Because for those who don't know, the players are going to be able to like put what they want on the back of their jerseys. I guess Woj felt that Howley was jeopardizing the NBA's return by pointing out these things, which prompted his email just out of anger. It was kind of like, hey... Don't don't threaten this NBA season. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is mine. This is all I have. And uh, I found this story relatable because we've all sent messages we regret. Now, for most of us, most of the time, even though Woj willingly sent his email, usually for us, it's probably a message we sent by accident. So my question for you guys is, what is the worst accidental message that you've ever sent to somebody? Um, so mine <laughs> happened like, when I pretty much, I, I got around the time I just got like a phone for texting probably, it was in seventh grade. So this was like before, like, you know, you sent a wrong text really, like that, that wasn't really a thing yet. I had never done it before. It's not like it's widely known as it is today. You rocking so like a razor or something? No, it was like well, the first texting phone I had. So it wasn't a flip phone. It was like a, I don't know, a, a fucking keyboard. I don't know what it was called. Oh, okay, but, okay. But I just got home from Toys R Us, I'll never forget, because I got a new uh, game for my Nintendo DS, because we're going on, like, a field trip. So I had, like, a cr- I don't even know what we call it, like a, cr- like, a crush at the time, probably, and, like, we are playing sitting next to each other on the bus, and I was talking to my other friend, and they were texting me, like, so I don't even remember what the context was, but all I remember, I sent a text back, and I was like, yeah, she's a fucking, like, yeah, you fucking bitch or something, and I sent it to her by accident. <laughs> And uh, safe to say, I was not allowed to sit next to her on the bus. Seventh <laughs> grade, but it was like my first one. Like I just wasn't paying attention at all, and just sent it to her, and then just like put my phone down because wasn't really attached to my phone at all, and played around for a few hours, just like didn't check my phone really even until like the next day. And <laughs> like I walked into class, seventh grade. You know, I'm in my fucking out of I'm out of uniform. Like I am wearing probably Abercrombie, like looking fresh as fuck. And there's most of us didn't have to fucking wear uniforms in school for the record. Yeah. Normalize. And not to mention, I bet, I bet you you had the classic feeling and and I'm about to tell you about when I had the similar feeling of like, you get the like, LOL, what? And you're just like, (laughs) Oh fuck. Like (laughs) I said this to her and not to like, 
All right, so here, here's mine. So, uh, yeah, I was going to tell the story of when uh, coronavirus was in its early days and I got an article sent to me by my friends, shout out my friends from home in Westport, uh, that was like, you know, this was the first, like as coronavirus news was breaking like crazy, like the day of the NBA or before at noon, and it was like, Mayor Bill de Blasio closes like subway system. And without clicking the link, I sent it to my family thread and my grandmother was on that thread. And you can all imagine uh, what man lay beyond that link and his large endowment. And uh, Give yeah, us so a I little more context, Greenwald. I'm not yeah, so I don't know sure what you're talking about. Everyone knows what you're talking about. There is a large man with a large penis who is used very often to prank people in those situations. And I subjected my, my dear 82-year-old grandmother to that. Uh, 81, actually, to that. Yeah, so that was fucked up with me. But that, and but I and now she's got a new phone wallpaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she was a champ about it. She was actually at my parents for dinner, and they called me laughing. So she was really cool about it, but uh, I was horrified. Um, but anyways, I did I'm that somewhat intentionally, so that's not my real story. So there's one main commonality I see when people make this type of mistake, right? And it's usually like you take a positive or a negative screenshot, right? Like you either screenshot some dude with his girlfriend who like you know is cheating on him and you want to send it to all the boys and you're like, oh, what a cuck. And you send it to that kid or you like screenshot like a really hot girl or something and you mean to send it to the boys and be like, look at how hot this girl is. But then you send it to that girl. Right. So those are like the two scenarios I more so see with this. Um, So I actually with my friends from Westport worked at a summer camp uh, like the last year or two of high school and like the first year of college, whatever. We worked with this girl who was like 16 at the time. and We were like 18, whatever. And she was like young, sweet and innocent. But as we've gotten older, she's certainly coming to her own. Um, and so we have like all these inside jokes from like summer camp and all this shit. So we send them to each other on Instagram and the name in, and a lot of the inside jokes are also just her Instagrams that we send to each other. And so the name of our Instagram group is blank, blank. I will not say her name fan club. So (laughs) just as a joke. So, so she, thank God I've sent so many, I literally like every time she posts, I send them. And then like five minutes later, one of my friends be like, damn it, you beat me to it. Like, because like, we just always send them in there. And luckily this other kid we worked with who went on to play football in college, posted a pic with like his friends from school, like on a boat or something. And he was really small at the time too, like three years younger than us. He's absolutely massive now. So luckily it was a picture of him, but I sent, I meant to send it to that group. And I wrote, holy shit, he's huge. And all I wrote, (laughs) so I typed it at the top. I typed it at the top, blank, blank, like her name, because I meant to send it to the fan club, but I accidentally sent it to her and we had no history or whatever, anything. And she was just like, haha, like what? (laughs) I was was just like, oh, who is that dude? Her boyfriend? No, just another kid we worked with <laughs> at the camp. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, I guess he does look like, I was like, oh, sorry. Like that was for someone else. But like, I guess he does look huge. And I sent it to my friends after. And I was like, I meant to send this to you guys. And they were like, oh, she knows. She knows we've got the fan club chat for sure now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now so that knows. was a huge mistake. But um, yeah, she was like, LOL, I guess he is pretty big now or something. <laughs> but it was just like, 
it was the same what I was saying. Like I got all of a sudden I saw like I sent it, put my phone away and I saw blank sent you a DM and I was just like, wait a minute. That doesn't add up. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, wrong here. I go in there and look. I'm like, fuck, I didn't send it to the fan club. God damn it. <laughs> that smell. That smelly smell smell. All right, I'm going to give the point to Greenwald for a couple reasons. There's kind of like a two-in-one. First of all, his grandma's got a nice wallpaper of a huge dong. Uh, <laughs> but, that's bullshit. But also just, saying, just, also just saying that the girl responded with, you went, ha-ha, as if anyone says ha-ha <laughs> like that. <laughs> so she went ha ha and uh dish like i don't even know if your story is fucking real dish so i'm not giving you a story seventh yeah, grade dish, calling a girl a bitch like come on dude that's the worst you got like yeah. and i know I, you that's s- the first time i did it i know I you sent some often. stupid emails to college professors and everything i think you could have dug a little deeper there but who's got the next yeah, question for real we might have to post that on the on the instagram page or something. i don't think we have to i, I don't think <laughs> we have to i think we can leave that totally off all right, so as as the defending champion, then uh, fuck you, Liam. Fuck you, Liam. Photoed. Uh, I will I will piggyback with. So actually, great segue of foeing Toad. So another thing, people who know me out there know, and it shouldn't surprise any of you from my just tone of voice in general. If you have respect for me over the sound of these airwaves, I think Taco Bell is an ab- abomination of an institution. Uh, I don't like it. I think it sucks, and I was thinking about that, and not only that, but how I love so many fast food places. We actually talked about Nuggets on the last podcast episode, but you guys are two great people to ask. I know you love fast food. I'm a little worried Liam's going to say Taco Bell, but my question is, what is the best fast food restaurant, and why is it so? So I think I'm up first, because this went, this went first, that last question, but... uh for me, you know, I was, like, thinking, can I even answer something else? I, I, I figured, like, my answer would be too predictable. But I can't even mix it up. For me, it's so, so obviously Wendy's. I mean, it's yep. it's not just a four for four. <laughs> it's not just the value or whatever. I've, I've been out of the States for a while. Like, they got a $5 deal now, too, if I'm – if a I get back bag. Big, what a good name, dude. I haven't even had a biggie <laughs> bag yet, but I already know it's amazing. But just, I mean, so many reasons. For starters, for a dollar, you can receive a free Junior Frosty for a fucking year. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, is that still a thing? So I looked it up, and apparently 90 cents out of that dollar is donated to the Dave Thomas Foundation on top of that. So, Dave, you're a fucking oh. legend. But that's just, I mean, great business, business ethics. And then, and finally, beyond the food, beyond the charity... But Wendy's Twitter game as well. Wendy's oh, Twitter fuck. game is is elite. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I I saw a couple Incredible. tweets as well. Like if you tweet Wendy's about McDonald's, it'll send back like trash emojis or like a picture of trash. <laughs> or I saw another one. Somebody asked them how much a Big Mac costs, and they're like, "Your dignity," which is a little bit corny, <laughs> but it's like a corporate Twitter. You gotta respect the hustle out of Wendy's. I think they've been in like rap battles and all this shit. Didn't they drop like a fucking rap song Bro, or something they did. like that? They literally did. They dropped a diss track. They dropped like, a diss track. I forget. Everything like, about Wendy's, shit, the food, yeah. the fucking yeah, price, the marketing, Dave. Bro, they just, they get it. They know Wendy's their target audience. Like, they also, they got Rick and Morty ads. Like, I mean, they just yeah. know what the fuck they're doing. Like, they know big time. All right, Dish, 
Fuck. Sell me this pen. <sighs> yeah, well, both mine were taken, so I'm going to go with my third choice, which is also still one of my favorites, and it's, again, only in the South. Both yours were taken. Out. Taco Bell wasn't taken for the record. I know. If you could try yeah, I know, it. but, like... I respect I, you not I, I doing understand. it, though, because I, I... You would have to make a very compelling argument. Like, I... I just, it's not good. Yeah, like, exactly. Mexican fun, food fun, is good, fun. so people are like, oh, Taco Bell's good, but it's not. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Which I know, and I piss a lot of people off with that, but I don't give yeah, a shit. I mean, you're stupid. You're just stupid. Um, but, I mean, cookout for me. I, I know a lot of people Ooh. wouldn't ever eat it really sober, but for $5, I would, you get a fucking cheeseburger with bacon and barbecue sauce. I get my cheese fries with bacon, onion rings, and a large drink, or at... Or milkshake for five motherfucking dollars. And again, people sometimes don't like it sober. I'll eat sober any any time of the fucking day. And at Same. night when you're hammered, the best thing to eat is cookout. <laughs> five fucking dollars. And th- that fucking milkshake hits different at night. When but that gone. crushed it's ice, different. though, the crushed ice in the in the sodas is pretty fucking amazing, too. Fucking about it, dude. Dude. Dude, oh, I'm saying it's amazing. Bro, you replace the drink and, you know, when, this is a staple of good fast food is, like, when you can replace the drink with a some sort of ice cream, exactly. you know, Incredible. endeavor. Like, is it whether it's a McFlurry <laughs> or a Frosty or a milkshake at cookout, like... And I love their fucking milkshakes. Like, I always saved it for yeah. dessert. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously. You don't, fuck, you don't eat the milkshake before the fucking <laughs> I ate burger, Greenwald. Obviously. Bro, I remember some, like, drunk bitches definitely dipping nuggets in their milkshakes, like, in college, for sure. Yeah, that's different. It's fucked that's up. That's fucked up. All right, well, I, Liam, I that honestly was a really valiant effort, and I know I put you in a tough spot because you love Taco Bell, but I was really yeah, hoping you were going to bring your A game on something else. But And I, I'll fully admit I'm a little biased, but I have to give that to Coughlin. Like, there's just no question. Yeah, you know, so he just articulated his arguments better. Dish, you never shut the fuck up about Moe's, and you didn't even consider Moe's. I don't yeah. consider that. I don't consider that fast food. I, Dude, I was Moe's thinking is like fast food, drive bro. through. Bo- okay, well, I don't consider it fast food. I think it's a fine dining establishment. Call. <laughs> shut up. Well, that would have yeah, been a good argument like... to be like this fast food place is fine dining because it's clearly yeah, not be... a fucking fine dining place. I'll sympathize with that because I wouldn't. It's an have inferior five Chipotle. Guys. Yeah, because exactly. I think Five Guys it's not is an better. Inferior Chipotle. Five Guys is not fast food, but yes, it is an inferior Chipotle. But also, but also, if I argued Five Guys Greenwald, that would have been point worthy. I thought about it. It would have been if you made a good case. But my point is, if I had had that question posed to me, I would have either argued Five Guys and said it barely belongs in this category because it's so good, or I wouldn't have picked it because I don't consider it like I, I consider like. Five guys, Shake Shack. No, I get that. I, I get that. Chipotle but also, di- I think Moses. In relation food, to Dish's cookout argument, Dish just gave us his bland ass order. The big thing about cookout <laughs> is the, is the variation. You can like combine. I don't a- fuck about your variation. Well, that's why you lost the point because you should have fucking considered that. That would also have cookout fucking- cookout defines fast food like. Literally defines it. It's like you you can't oh, dine in. Well, no, you, that that depends. Just... That depends. When I visited Clemson yeah, one time, there are certain cookouts that you can enter. But I do love Dude, that I about it. The one close to Elon. We all ate in one. We all ate in one in Virginia on the way home from uh, Washington and Luke. I don't know. Inside one. No, uh, I wasn't with you. I don't know yes. about that. Doesn't sound but like Elon was either. But good memory. Dude. The oh. one at Elon is literally a square. It's, it's just, just like a, a square. I, lo- I, I, I honestly like that, wonder. But... 
I've wondered over the years, like how they, where they keep all the food they have because it's so small. Like it's so small. Like where is all the food coming from? Yeah. But I'm just saying like, there's cars lined up for blocks, like to get food and they're somehow like producing burgers and shit. All right, Liam, ask your question. Cause we've been, we've been on this for a minute. Uh, so I was walking to pick up lunch today from an Italian place, and, <laughs> and I was looking up at the wall, and I saw, like, um, a picture of Robert De Niro signs, like, uh, this great food or whatever, and I also recently saw a quote he has, like, something like, I'm only going to make $7.5 million this year, yeah. and it just, like, re-solidified, like, I fucking hate Hollywood, like, I fucking hate all those motherfuckers, so <laughs> my question for you guys is, if you could kick anyone from Hollywood in the crotch as hard as you could, who would it be and why? Alright, I, I think I gotta go first, right? Cause yeah. yeah. Alright, so I'll go first. So, mine's a bit of a, a like, I, you know, we'll see where you guys come down on this. I think it's a fair answer, but I thought about this a lot. Um, there's definitely a lot of people that I think are pretentious and that I, like, really don't like, but when I thought about, like, what it would mean to me to kick someone in the balls, Kevin or, Spacey... Hey, hey. Kevin Spacey came to mind because Kevin Spacey was one of my favorite actors before everything happened with him. And if anyone needs to get kicked in the dick, it's that pedophile to to ruin his dick. And not only that, but he has ruined so many good movies for me that I used to love. American Beauty used to be like one of my favorite movies ever. And if you guys haven't seen it, like, he movie. plays, you know, a dad who's kind of obsessed with, like, yeah, his daughter's creepy. friend. Kind of Kevin and so it's like, Yeah, and that's my point, <laughs> is, like, at the time, that was an awesome movie. But now it's, like, I see it on Netflix, and I'm just like, Bleh. and I, like, have yeah. to go buy yeah, it. And it's, like, it just sucks. No, I agree. Because, yeah. like, we were talking about it, too, and it's, like, you know, a lot of people talk about the movie Marriage Story and how it was this, like, authentic look at marriage and shit. But I've been talking with my parents about how, like, some of the real authentic, uh, like, marital feuds in movies or in media, like The Sopranos, the way Tony and Carmela would fight, and in fucking American Beauty, when Kevin Spacey is arguing with his wife, I'm forgetting her name right now, but, like, goddamn, that shit is so good, it's so authentic. But, yeah, not just that, L.A. Confidential, Seven, Baby Driver, House of Cards, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, like... All of these movies that I love. Also, he was friends with Epstein. Like, what more do you fucking need? That guy needs a kick in the dick, real bad. So that that's I, mean, I, I had to go with Kevin Spacey for that. All right, so this puts me in a tough position because yeah, Kevin Spacey truly does deserve a kick in the nuts. My person is just somebody like it's like I hate this guy's face. Yo, I hate. Jaden Smith. I fucking hate Jaden Smith, dude. He was all cute and karate kid and shit, but now I just can't stand him thinking he's like a rapper and stuff. And sometimes his tweets are popping up my feed, and it's always like some Kyrie shit. Like, school is the tool to brainwash the youth. Or another one I saw was, if everybody in the world dropped out of school, we would have a much more intelligent society. It's just like, shut the fuck up, Willow. I mean, Jade, not Willow Smith. That's Jaden so Smith. It's like, it's so entitled. Your daddy's Will Smith, or what's the other dude's name? Your daddy's August Alcina. August Alcina. No, yeah. Bad marriage for life. Did you see that quote? I'm talking. Did you see that quote? Yeah, so it's your daddy's August Alcina. No, your daddy's Will Smith. Like, you, you, 
entitled little shit. Like, I don't got as good Bro, of reasons thing... as Kevin Spacey, but God damn it, Jaden Smith pisses me the fuck off. What, the only thing? Are you a fan? Because sometimes I have good no, friends that no. have good taste in music, and they're like, yo, that new Jaden shit shit bumps. And I'm just like, not a fucking chance. Am I even listening Bro, to this? Here, here's the thing, and like, we'll, again, we'll come back to this because I, I do want to have a conversation about Kyle, specifically the rapper at some point, but it's like... Your favorite. Why do, like, why do people sometimes like why do the artists that we like fuck with these people and like i have to admit sin by young thug featuring jaden smith is an absolute jam he was the probably opening, opening i won't even listen to it like if it's it was featuring but it was smith, forget about it he went on tour it was him then young thug then j cole like literally those other two being two of my favorites so like they obviously fuck with him. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I totally Young agree Thug with you. Like, liked a couple of the dresses he was wearing probably is what it was. But uh, I, I don't think it's cool. I can't slander Young Thug. I, it's not in my it's not in my bones. But I, I agree with you. Jaden Smith, he like he's so fucking. Yeah, I, I'm with you for the most part. I'm just saying yeah. I, I so, don't know why people we like fuck with him. Yeah, I, I don't know anyone who fucks with him. Uh, I fucking hate both of them, obviously. Kevin Spacey, uh, Greenwald, you were the one who did get me in the House of Cards, and he absolutely, I fucking love that show, and he just completely ruined it for me, completely ruined American Beauty, but with Will Smith being in the spotlight a little bit more, I have been looking up Jaden Smith a little bit more, and have been seeing his shit, and it, like, literally makes my fucking blood boil, so I'm giving that to Coughlin, <laughs> because... I think Connor like, gave a I hate a his face. Like, I hate his face. What you were looking I for. hate his fucking yeah, face. It's like, his lack uh, of eyebrows, I, I, all of that shit, I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like and it. And did you see, he said something like he called Tyler, the creator, his like daddy or something fucking weird. No, like he that. says that they're boyfriends. Like, no, I know. But he also referred to him, like called him his dad or some weird ass shit. I yeah. Know, that I, that, I, the, the school tweet alone pisses me off so much. Connor. Oh, he's got like, like most dude, of his are like, like that. They're like in. these super deep intellectual things. Like he's a voice of wisdom. It's like, dude, you're like 20 years old. And your dad's Will Smith. You've lived like, the most sheltered life. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to take your word on anything. Like, get the fuck out of here. But finally, yeah. we've settled the score on Hotbox. I guess that makes me the reigning champ. We did, rec- we did uh, receive ooh. some great questions uh, from some of our listeners. We asked on our Instagram story some Hotbox questions to settle tiebreakers. So we got a lot of good ones. Thanks, you guys, for those keep questions them submitted. Yeah, keep them coming. Anytime you think of a good question, uh, just shoot shoot our DMs. And next tiebreaker, we'll break one of those out. So we are looking forward to those. Uh, but let's move on to the movie recommendations. Who's going to go first? Um, I just went I first, so yeah. Oh, actually, before go. we do jump into the movie recommendations, Greenwald's last recommendation was Death at a Funeral, the British version. Now, I had seen the American version with Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence, and Greenwald's selling point was actually that the British version is better, even though he hasn't fucking seen the American version. And uh, I just want to dispute that, actually. You know, it's tough to say because the the movies are pretty much identical, like scene for scene the same. So maybe I thought the American one was better because I had seen it first, so I already knew what to expect when seeing the British one. But still, I mean, the American one for me clearly was better. A couple things about it I thought were interesting. Peter Dinklage has the same role in both movies. Great I was just it. about to say. Who yeah, I didn't want to point him? that out. I didn't want to point oh that out before, God. but I thought that was hilarious that Peter Dinklage is their dead father's he's irreplaceable. lover. Like, he's irreplaceable. The fact that he's in both movies is hilarious. But basically what it comes down to me is like the lead roles, the brothers in the movie. In one hand, you got Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence. 
total all-stars. On the other hand, you got Who's Tom from you got Tom from Succession, and you got a fucking real life Lord Farquaad. So I mean, Grima, <laughs> how can you tell me that the British one is better? Basically, for that reason alone, the protagonists are Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence. Who like, plays? Who plays the the guy who takes the wrong pills originally? In the in the I can't think of his version. name, but uh, he's pretty famous too. He's uh, you'd recognize his name if you saw him. Because like, that guy is fucking hilarious in the British one, and I don't see how you top him. But also just because I'm a man of, I like the originals. It's like, but I also the the, they the girl took it. The girl whose boyfriend is tripping balls in the American one. She's so hot, dude. Zoe Saldana, have you heard, do you know who Zoe? Yeah, Saldana? I love her. Dude. I love her, dude. Of course, dude, like, she's come uh, on. She's an avatar. <laughs> come on, and, like, like fucking. So her, Chris Rock, and Martin Lawrence being the protagonist, being the brothers, it's, come no, on, bro, next level. It's an all-star cast, but, you know, they knew what their target audience was. All I'm saying is, like, they wouldn't have made a remake of a movie if they didn't know that that movie in and of itself was a gem. It does help that they got Peter Dinklage to do it again because he really is irreplaceable. I was wondering, like, yeah. what the fuck they were going to yeah. do about it. You were like, it's the fair. same. I was like, well... How do you replace that man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't, clearly. So that is fucking hilarious, though. I got to see it, obviously. I could see how it could be really funny. I mean, it's the same fucking movie. Like, they knew they were going for the American audience. I shit you not, scene for scene, identical. Like, I am shocked. Yeah, that's wild. I, the British one came out in 2007, and the American one came out in 2010. I'm just shocked at the lack of differences. Like, the... When the American movie was made, they must have literally been assuming that no one that was going to see their movie saw the British one at all. Which is which, which I'm sure was the case. Was the case, probably. You yeah. know? But anyways, who's got the first so. movie pick? Let's move on. Just yeah, Dish. Point that Dish out. does. No, no. Good yeah. point. I'm glad you watched it. So, yeah, that's cute, Greenwald. Um, so my movie hmm. recommendation... <laughs> uh, this was the last movie I actually saw in theaters before the whole quarantine started. It was The Invisible Man. Same. Uh, um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't ask. Um, okay, fuck you. <laughs> the director was uh, Lee Whannell, who um, actually wrote movies the first um, Insidious uh, and also the first Saw, and then made his uh, debut directing with Insidious Chapter 3. Um, it also stars Elizabeth Moss, who is the protagonist of the movie, um, and, pretty much, and she's from Mad Men, um, as well as Gun to the Greek. But the whole... Um, point of that movie is it's about a girl who's in the, the abusive relationship with this doctor with a scientist and the scientist apparently commits suicide but then she starts getting fucked with um, over and over again I don't want to give too much away um, but I love movies that keep me on the edge of my seat pretty much the whole time when I have no idea what's going to happen in the next scene and probably for about the first 30 minutes was a little bit slow and there's one like significant turning point to where I was like holy shit this just got very fucking real is it the um, is, okay, I won't say I'll ask you separately, but yeah. this is case in point, and, and I'll segue into this. I, I, I'll let you finish, but no, the trailer was so, like, you saw ads for it so much before I saw this movie that there were certain scenes that, like, I knew exactly what was going to happen um, because of the trailer. I didn't see any of them. I didn't Like, literally. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It's definitely a movie where if you had seen it, like, if, if you wanted to watch that movie with someone and they were like, mm. oh, let's watch the trailer – You'd, you'd be like, well, you're going to literally know, like, ten things that are going to happen in uh, the movie. Well, yeah, that, 
that's tough because that movie really can't know anything that's going on. But pretty much, she just keeps being fucked with and is trying to tell the police and convince them that her ex boyfriend who committed suicide somehow is invisible now and is fucking with her. <laughs> so it's just like a pretty crazy fucking movie. Uh, keeps you on the edge of your seat. I, I mean, definitely recommend seeing that at some point while the quarantine's still going on. I agree. Although it was a great movie to see, it's, I recommend seeing it with other people. Like because I saw it in theaters and like I was sitting next to people. They were like, "Oh fuck!" Like and some <laughs> shit happened, and it was like that's the best part of being at the in the movie theater. It's just the like atmosphere, people freaking out. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, I'll, I'll segue into mine just because I watched my movie without really knowing much about it, besides seeing like an ad on or I saw a tweet that was like. This movie, which I'm about to say, was is fresh and original and funny and heartfelt, whatever. And then I saw like my brother respond to it and say something similar. And then I looked it up. I saw the cast. I was like, boom, I'm in. That was it. That was all I knew. The movie I saw that I'm recommending is Palm Springs. Uh, I don't know if it was gonna be released broadly, but it was. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's a new movie though. It's not like a movie that was out at any point or whatever. It went straight to Hulu. Um, it's got Andy Samberg and Christina Milati who, or Kristen, Kristen Milati, who actually was in Once the Musical. Uh, she's super talented and also most people know her. She was the mother in How I Met Your Mother. But, um, you know, the movie is kind of like, uh, it's a comedy. It's really funny, but it's also, it's like a romantic comedy. It's definitely heartfelt, but it's got this same kind of, uh, you know, overall general plot that Groundhog Day for many of our generation probably hasn't seen, which is a crime because it's an amazing movie with Bill Murray. The idea of like reliving the same day over and over and over again. But then that was also done by the show Russian Doll, which was a mini series on Netflix that I watched and I didn't like as much. And I thought this brought like an original, good, awesome feel to it. And J.K. Simmons was in it. Like he's a goat of our times, like the guy from Whiplash plays the drum teacher and Spider-Man and Oz and shit. And he's just awesome. But uh, fire movie. Why are you booing me? Fire movie, dude. No, I guarantee you'll like it. I probably will. I just wanted to boo you. I apologize. That was out of line. Don't watch the trailer. Just watch the movie. Trust me. <laughs> so I got the – I'm going with a documentary this week. We got our doc recommendation. Uh, and I'm going to go with Oasis Supersonic. It's about the band hey. Oasis from the 90s. Greenwald, I think I showed you it. I fucking biblical oh, might. Oasis hasn't acts like they're pretty famous in in the U.S. Obviously, they got Wonderwall, which was like a universal huge song, but they're like one of the biggest bands in British history, and I don't feel like they're as well received in the U.S. The documentary explains why a little bit. I think they're like on their American tour, if I remember correctly, they bought like a bag of cocaine that was actually a meth meth. And like even when they did, or heroin or something, and even when they few bad runs and even when they discovered it wasn't coke, they were like, uh, I mean, what are we gonna not finish the bag? Uh, so I mean, it's kind of it's just like full so of like savages. kind of great stories about them. A lot of like unseen footage from the '90s or maybe the '80s, like around where they're from. A lot of great behind-the-scenes no, footage. No, 90s mostly. Also, yeah, 90s, yeah. Uh, some great animations. There. Just a bunch of great stories from both of them. The brothers, Liam and Noel Gallagher. Their brother, literal yes, brothers uh, got a lot of beef with each other. They're st- like currently not on good terms. They're kind of Twitter battles. 
uh, in 2020 are pretty great, but unfortunately they're not together at the moment. Oasis, I mean, if you're not super familiar with them at the moment, check out this documentary and they could be your next favorite band. I'm telling you, Greenwald, I think that was more or less the case for you. My, my I, cousins in Ireland were almost, always obsessed with them. I didn't really know what the hype was about. I do remember them talking about, oh, this documentary just came out. And I think we pretty much, I think we might have watched it together and we were both blown away by Oasis afterwards. So check it out. I mean, they are they are an absolutely great band. But I'm telling I mean, it's a, it's a real life look at kind of rock stars in the 90s. But they're also just such a laugh too. They're full of like hilarious stories and anecdotes. So Oasis Supersonic. One more thing. It was actually produced. I didn't realize this till I looked it up today. It was produced by A24 guys. Did you know this? The yeah. same production company with that as uncut gems mid 90s and moonlight so i didn't know that yeah I thought that was pretty cool just uh yeah and shows dude, you a little bit the production like, value behind the documentary a24 Wait, loves also, their like on? netflix shit man i don't know what's on it's on netflix it's on netflix yeah it's oh, on shit. netflix I'm probably gonna watch that tonight. yeah dude it's so this. same creators as the uh creators of amy uh the documentary yep. amy that won okay. an oscar uh, telling yeah. you, man, it's it's the real deal. Super Oasis. I was gonna Super say A twenty four. They love those movies like that, like they did. Um, you know, uh, what's it called? Eighth Grade. They did Midsummer. Like they do these kind of like low lower low budget shit, yeah. indie films, but they're like really good quality. But yeah. yeah, I just I can testify to Connor's rec there that that's literally what happened with me. I watched it. I learned so many Oasis. It's a great combo of discovering music that you don't know and a story you don't know. And they're entertaining. And talk about my London accent. That's a whole different thing. The Manchester way they talk. Like one thing is that they always say, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I was fucking mad for it. They say that a shit ton too. It's like Man City. We, we were fucking Somehow mad. they're from Manchester. They're somehow Man City fans, which breaks my heart a little bit being a big Yeah, but they were Man City fans, you know, through and through. Like they show them. Yeah, the which I do respect. Like, I do respect that. They know, got an Irish that, mother. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Got to respect that. Don't know about the dad, but I know they got an Irish yeah. mom. The dad was a fucking bum. But yeah, dude, they don't talk now. It's a crazy fucking story. Like they crazy, literally hate crazy. each other. So we're gonna wrap it up in a second. Uh, we're coming. We're coming towards the weekend, guys. Anything worth watching? I don't think there's too much soccer on at the moment. We all gotta keep an eye on United, Chelsea, Leicester battling for those three and four spots in the Premier League. When this episode comes out tomorrow, Thursday, I mean, if United lose tomorrow to Crystal Palace, please check on me for my well-being. <laughs> I, I need them to win big tomorrow. I'll give you a call. I'll give you a call. We got UFC, but it's not too big. If if I have that correctly, anything else? We're still. We need sports. No, I was just going to say, I mean, anything else you guys are going to be watching? We're getting mad close to the, uh, we're getting mad close to the beginning of the NBA season. Definitely keep an eye on the the Twitter antics that have been going on. Dude, I just don't want to jinx it. I just do not want to jinx it, dude. NBA. I'll believe it when I see it, but the NBA makes me nervous, dude. I, I, I it needs to start and then I can rejoice. Bro, they're ordering McDonald's. I know they're they're ordering fast food. They're ordering hookers apparently, but they're calling each other out for it on Twitter, which is pretty funny. But I mean, they're yeah, not it's, ordering it's, uh, hookers. Dude. They're telling <laughs> girls that sometimes have sex for money to come over. There's a bit of a difference, but uh, do they bring the McDonald's or do they get the McDonald's separately? What is the difference? I think one player is like in an obligatory ten day ten day quarantine for getting McDonald's delivered or some shit like that. Like, no, so, he's yeah, Kelly Oubre. He the the guy on the Kings. He like crossed the line. Yeah, he like crossed the line or whatever, and he went out to go to the car to get his food, and then walks back, and they're like, "Boop, 
See ya. Well, it was funny because well, someone tweeted Kelly like, anyway, so that's okay with me. So it was Kelly Oubre who tweeted that he was like, "Yo, you can sneak out and get your like DoorDash. Just like go outside the bubble." And then like it was like, X guard has been like quarantined for leaving the bubble to get DoorDash or whatever. But yo, what is the difference between yeah, a girl that sometimes gets paid money for sex and a hooker? Exactly. I think she would have to stay there. I think once you go in the bubble, you can't leave. So she would have to go and stay there for like two months and then, I don't know, maybe be shared by the whole league. Like, I don't know what would happen there. <laughs> oh, man. What a that's scene. Hard. Orlando, Florida, that's where hard. dreams come true. But that's it for this week, guys. We're going to be back next Thursday. Hopefully Thursday, I think, is going to be our new day. Um, so we'll be back next week. Out don't forget to subscribe out. to us, leave a review, and uh, yeah, see you next week. How it. We're all going to be like three little Fonzies here. What's Fonzie like? Come on, Yolanda, what's Fonzie like? What? Correct mundo. And that's what we're going to be. We're going to be cool.